mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 276 of There's No Place Like Terra, Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. And today we're going over SG Atlantis Season 4, yeah. Episode 1, Adrift. Finally. A.K.A. Finally. <laughs> A.K.A. Grey's Anatomy in Space. <laughs> um, so we all know what part of the episode was my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well... Duh. <laughs> I think the best part is we have opposite favorite halves well, yeah. of the story. Yeah. Um, I don't have an AKA yet. It'll come. Because you will find out as this podcast goes on that both of our brains are a little drained. Yeah. Um, both of our brains are needing a little, not quite as bad of help as Weir's is, but... No. Uh, I just came off of a 10-hour overnight shift. Yeah. So that was fun. I came off of competing in the Highland Games yesterday. Yeah, that'll that'll do a thing. In the rain. <laughs> it's fun times. Um I I thought I had sort of prepared for it, but I don't know if you ever quite prepare enough to be throwing weights. No, just throwing giant boulders around? No, probably not. They were small boulders. Uh no. I threw the small border twenty four feet. Okay, it's still giant rocks. <laughs> they were giant rocks. Giant rocks. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I came straight here mm-hmm. because I said if I don't come over immediately after work, I'm just going to go to sleep and say, <laughs> "Fuck it, wake up. we're not doing this." So I, uh, we're here. I cannot express how um, if anyone ever has any interest in ever competing in Highland Games, I can't encourage you enough to try. To just sign up for your local Highland Games, they frequently have a novice category or a women's, just a women's open. I did my first one without even knowing what all the events were. It is like the most welcoming and helpful and wonderful community who will help you and show you anything you need to know. Yay. That's good. That's good to hear. Nick competed in his first one yesterday, and I competed in my second one. My first one was in 2016, so it's been a couple years. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, But it's so much fun. Good. It's just so much fun. Heavy things. To throw 28-pound, for at least the women's, 28-pound weights, you know, 13 feet over your head. I struggle with the cinder blocks in my backyard. I'm not doing that. (laughs) It's not happening. Or, I mean, the infamous caber toss, which I can get off the ground, but I can't actually toss in the caber direction. It'll come. Yeah. It's coming. It's a coming in. Yeah. <laughs> How was your week otherwise? Um, It was good. There was a show that I started watching that I was going to tell everyone about, but uh-huh. I have did not write it down. And so now I can't remember what it is. <laughs> the world will never know. I'll remember it at some point. We'll come back to it next week. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, still listening to, I'm getting close. I'm in the last part of Oathbringer in the Worlds of of Radiance Uh series. So getting Uh, close. I finished, I may have finished this last week. I can't remember. But I told you about The Secret Life of Addie LaRue. Yes. So I finished that, which was fun. 
it's it's a Faustian bargain. It's about a Faustian bargain. It's the best way to describe it. Um, that was fun. A lot of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. In my life, I did start reading The Water Dancer. Okay. Uh, which is really fun. Uh, I've well, heard of I don't it. know if fun's the right word, but it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it is fun. Fun is like the it understanding of the reading. Well, well, fun is is a dumb word to use. I think. Yeah, uh, I know. In general, so enjoyable. I'm to think of a better word. Yeah, it's very enjoyable. The story is very um, immersive. Mm-hmm. So I'm really digging it. And then more Grey's Anatomy, and then more Grey's Anatomy. Oh, I do have um, the the reason I can share because I'm quite proud of it. And Grace has not seen it in person yet. She will later. Because uh, I will drag her to see it. Uh, the reason I didn't watch a ton of stuff or get a bunch of stuff done this week is because I was on the home stretch of finishing my very first quilt. Yes. Um, which irrationally makes me very happy because I hand quilted the entire damn thing and have been hand stitching for a month. I mean, absolutely. You you should totally be proud of that. So it's really cozy and it's like six feet by four and a half feet because I don't do anything small. Mm-hmm. Well, it would be a useless blanket. Yeah. Well, I mean, it you. didn't make like a lap blanket or like yeah. a throw or or like anything like that. I just made a giant one first. Why not? I think I think it's really cool based on the pictures I've seen. So I'm into it. I'm here for it. I'm really excited. Uh, okay. Okay. I don't have a lot more to give. Because no. This is on my brain is. This is gonna be a real loopy off the wall episode, but we're here. September 28th, 2007. Written by Martin Guerra, directed by Mr. Martin Wood. Yeah. I'm not sure if you noticed the big change in opening. But, oh, before I get to the, before I get to this, before, I have to, I wrote this down out of order. Guys, I fucked up on the last podcast. I said the wrong thing. Thank you for the people who have let me know I said the wrong thing. I realized it after I recorded the podcast and didn't have the energy to go back and fix it because I didn't want to put that on Grace. Um, No, Daniel and Vala did not inhabit the bodies of Toman and his wife. (laughs) They inhabited the bodies of Salas and Herod. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I fucked that up. In the moment, I was just like, okay, because I trust you, you're my pilot. And, you know... 275 episodes yeah. in, that was like the one major mistake. I'll take it's it. Probably not the one major one, but it's the one I've been informed about multiple times over the past week. Just wanted to let everyone know. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I realized soon after we recorded, and I went, I don't think I said that right. <laughs> it happens. It happens. It happens. Um, listen. Yeah. We're just amateurs <laughs> at the end of the day. It's what we're here for. It's, I think it's okay to. It's part of our charm. Yeah. Or Everyone makes the mistakes, just isn't always on a podcast that goes out to a bunch of That's fair. Pee. But sometimes so, it is fun to, like, if I'm listening to a podcast and they make a mistake, yeah. I do like to, I do like the opportunity to yell at a podcast oh, so they can't hear me. This is why I did it. Yeah. I did it on purpose. So. Give people a chance to vent. Uh-huh. Yeah, sometimes you just need to get it out. <laughs> okay. Back to Atlantis, You're though. welcome. I'm not sure if you noticed the big change in the opening credits, Grace. Uh, so here's the thing. Yeah. I did not because the first time I you didn't choose not to watch yeah. them so that I don't spoil myself. But I did see, uh, you know, a friend of ours who was a little bit showless for a while. I didn't know if you had watched the credits on your second. 
like watch. I did. Mm-hmm. And I did see a certain face. Yeah. And I'm very happy to see that. And I'm curious to what the role will be yeah. for this certain friend of ours. Uh-huh. But, um, um, let's not talk around it. Mm-hmm. Hi, Amanda Tapping. Welcome to Atlantis. I mean, I wouldn't let her go either. No. You're like, hey, uh, I know this show's canceled, but can you stay for this other show? Uh-huh. We have this other show that could use Also, Sam would Carter. totally not just be happy staying no. on Earth knowing there's an Atlantis no. out there. No. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Amanda Tapping. No regular Unstargate Atlantis. Hell yes. Um, I'm here for it. McKay, what are you going to do? Oh, my gosh. Did you happen. notice who was missing from the credits? No. Okay. Then we'll just go past that. I did not. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. It's actually, that's good. Okay. It's good, actually. I got it. I like that. I'm not super... Observant? Listen, I'm really good... If you're looking to surprise someone, uh-huh. because you can tell me about a thing and then I'm going to not remember it anyway. <laughs> and it's not that I don't care. I no. just don't have the mind for some things. Everyone's mind locks into different things. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have very well established that if you need weird, minute <laughs> data that like someone mentioned one time to me, like four years ago that I've latched onto for like some random trivia question, I have it. Yeah. Do I remember to feed my sourdough starter once a day so it doesn't die? <laughs> no. <laughs> By the way, my sourdough starter oh. just died again. <laughs> There will be more sourdough. R.I.P. Sourdough. Uh, R.I.P. The the mother love part two. <laughs> part three will start that, soon. Hey, that's what the numbers are infinite. I got I got one. I got two quality loaves of bread out of it. <laughs> that works. Two is is better than none. Um, but so, yeah, no, I did not catch. I did cool. not catch the credits. Cool. We're gonna continue rolling with that. Previously okay. on Stargate Atlantis, we met Colonel Ellis as the Apollo joins the ship rotation to Atlantis, brings the news of how the replicators know the location of Earth, and we do a little first strike. Yes. And then the replicators turn a little sustained beam strike. Yeah. After we hide under the water for a bit, we launch off into space, but not without some major damage first. Yes. Major damage. We start with Weir, as yeah. we left off in the last episode, not doing well. No, this is this is where the Grey's Anatomy episode starts. 100%. Keller is on top of it, literally, uh-huh. later literally as starting CPR. It takes, they're going to take her immediately into surgery if they need to, before they can even get into the scanner. So here's, she crashes. Here's, what I, here's the thing about it, is yeah. I've learned uh, uh, that because... Um, Keller is a small person. Yeah. You kind of would have to just oh, be on top 100%. of her to do that, to get the proper CPR going. But so besides the fact that that is just the height, like... Well, that too, you, yeah. She's up on a gurney. There's you, no other way. You yeah. need, you need like, to, you need a height to do CPR correctly well, you, to get the leverage. Well, you need to be on top. Yeah. So you need to be above the person. Yes. And if they're up on a gurney, you probably need to be higher than that. Yeah. Yeah. In the control room, McKay is tackling the biggest fish that needs looking after, leaving the smaller ones, liking the subspace communications up and uh, contacting the Apollo to Chuck. Yeah. Taylor and John, don't think that should be considered a smaller fish, but you don't know what the bigger fish are yet. Listen, McKay has got Atlantis on a stretcher. The yeah. white Keller has we are on a stretcher. Oh, don't think I'm not going to get into the comparisons here yeah, quite it's soon. Yeah, it's very cool. It's very cool. Um, but after some some readings give some information coming McKay's way, he's way more worried about how the massive amounts of power they are bleeding 
into space. Yeah. Ronan has made it to the infirmary Uh um, and just insists, this poor doctor who has to take care of Ronan, just insists, just pull the glass out of my shoulder. He's like, no. Yeah. That's going to do more damage. Ronan clearly doesn't care. And this guy clearly does not know Ronan well enough because he's like, okay, tough guy, if you want to pull it out, go ahead. And then he reaches to go pull it out. He's like, no, you can't. It was like, no, but literally, idiot, don't kill yourself by bleeding to death. That's what you have to tell him. Yeah. You're not allowed to bleed out on my fucking, like, infirmary. This yeah. guy's somehow shocked that Ronan would just go and rip the glass out of his old shoulder. Yeah. Um, they're both distracted as they finally get Weir into the infirmary, and they go about trying to get Weir's heart beating again. Go and defibrillate it. Yes. Zelenka's so down in the ZPM room, and he doesn't think the power issue is there in the ZPM room. McKay's like, I don't care where the problem is. Oh. I need to know what the problem is. Zelenka's thinking it's the conduits. Yeah. Uh, the main conduit was hit. One of the main conduits was hit by the beam. And thankfully, McKay and Zelenka are on the same page, and they co-talk their way to the next moves. Mm-hmm. Which McKay doesn't have time to tell John what it is, because every second they're wasting is draining power. Yep. So listen, before you get too far away, I have to take my Grey's Anatomy moment. Do it. Because we do get a lot of like medical jargon, medical jargon. Yeah, we do. So I'm going to fill you all in because Mm -hmm. again, as a Grey's Anatomy expert, I have learned what a couple of these things are. Bring it. Because I wrote none of it down. As they bring we're in. Yes. They say to give us some mannitol. The mannitol does is it relieves brain swelling, pressure in the brain. Yeah. So that's what that does. Makes okay, sense. so that's correct. Uh, and then she goes into VFib, which mm-hmm. is different than VTAC. Yes, so I do know those are different. So VFib is an erratic heartbeat. It's really fast, but it's not hard enough. Yeah. So it's essentially ineffective. It's like it's jittering. It's an, yeah. yeah. It's just there's not enough power. Um, and then they give her something that's interesting. They give her uh, uh, nemotipine, I think. Nemotipine. Sure. Um, which is appropriate for brain swelling and pressure. Um, it, really, no, it relaxes the blood vessels to allow blood flow. Okay. So basically, they're just trying to deal with all this brain shit. Yeah. But what's interesting is what I've read... Um, and I think what I read was from the Mayo Clinic. I can't remember. I trust um, them. But, well, and don't trust me, though, because I may have gotten it from That's the That's fine. I, what I'm saying is I trust yeah, Mayo yeah, yeah. Clinic. It's not an intravenous <laughs> drug. Okay. So, gotcha. <laughs> or they're using an off-label. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Well, the idea is that the way the, the drug works is you can't do it intravenously. Gotcha. But I, we'll say they, they shoved a feeding tube up her yep. nose. We don't know. Yep. Uh, <laughs> they just uh, rubbed it directly on the brain later. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's all I got. Cool. That's all they do. Right up the top. But good job, Keller. You're getting it done. Getting it done. Um, yeah, I just have written down. Meanwhile, things aren't going well for Weir. It's interesting what we uh, focus on because I wrote, <laughs> ship's not looking good. <laughs> This is why there's two of us who focus on opposite ends of the story. Things I don't care about. Things I care a lot about. Okay. So John wants to know what's going on. Uh Um, uh, McKay gives him the short version that there's a bunch of systems that are on right now and we don't need them to be on right now because they're draining all the power in the city. Taylor, Captain Obvious, is like, well, just turn them off. Yeah, duh. And somehow McKay reacts as if that's something he hadn't thought of yet. 
I mean, he could have been moving so fast that he didn't think of the most simplest solution. Hi, I'm in this picture, and sometimes <laughs> I don't like it. I believe it. Um, you know, if nothing else, here's here's the problem. If nothing else is breaking down Atlantis as much as we do, it makes me realize um, how similar I am to certain characters in my life. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Is that a surprise to you? I think it's just, uh, you know how sometimes you just like purposely just kind of don't notice the credits? Blind spot. Yeah, I think that I just have like a McKay-sized just blind spot (laughs) in my viewing of Atlantis. (laughs) So we bounce back and forth between Keller trying to save Weir's life and McKay trying to save the city's life. And it is, it's beautifully done. Kaylee agrees. And finally, after two minutes of flatlining, they're able to get a steady heartbeat on Weir in time to get into the scanner and realized, uh uh-oh. Yeah. It's bad. Her brain be swelling a lot. Yeah. And I don't know if you realize, but that's like a contained space. Oh, yeah. Um, There's nowhere for the brain to go. I'm an expert medical person because of all of the Grey's Anatomy I've watched. I understand brain swelling. There's, um... (laughs) There's nowhere for the brain to go. Yeah. It, there's no... Um, there's no relief valve unless you make one. It's a... Yeah, it's a very tight space. Mm-hmm. It's a very cramped room in there. Yeah. So back... Especially when you have a big old brain like Weir does. Yeah, seriously. Back in the control room. McKay can't actually shut things down from here since the control grid is all out of whack. It's like you try to do one thing and it the signal can't make it there. Yeah. So John doesn't think they have time to shut down everything. But, I mean, try at least. Yeah. What's the harm of trying? And I like these moments. Again, as I was just saying in my blind spot, where McKay is so frantic and panicked that he doesn't see, like, the obvious options in front of him. Yeah. Or the simple solution that could. Like, here's the one step we can take. Yeah. Yeah, because he's trying to think of everything at once. Well, he's trying to think of he's trying to think of like the bigger picture, the the grand thing at the end that's going to solve everything. Right. Instead of well, at least here's this small thing that can help us. He's overlooking that to the bigger picture. I think that's one of the things that Sam has gotten really good at. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, okay, well, I've got to figure out this long-term thing. But in the meantime, I'm going to do this thing here. Yep. And then hopefully while I do this thing, I find, like, she basically just buys herself time. Yeah. She's constantly buying herself some time. And, and McKay is like, but I need to solve the giant problem. Yeah. He's, he, he's very, uh, All fixated. or nothing. Yeah. He gets very fixated. Uh, and it, it, again, continually will pass off to Grace. Cause like, just, just shit's not, shit's not going well for Weir. We're at serious risk of losing. Her. Yeah, yeah. She's well. I mean, a brain swell. There's with. I don't know what tools Killer has. Um, eventually, she goes in for the craniectomy uh, or craniotomy, whichever one. But I don't know. I mean, I would have gone good old like burr holes yeah. to start, but who knows? Well, Anything's we, possible. We do see she had a burr hole when we finally get there. We see she had a hole to start because yeah. she had to have a hole to cut the square. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, well, that, so the burr holes would be just the little small Frankenstein drill. Yeah. Um, but it's because they're well, literally just small holes. Hers but was a did, giant that's hole. That's what I mean. <laughs> that, that's a cranectomy. Yeah. Because it's an actual piece of your cranium being taken yeah. out. Well, I'm just saying her starting hole was not small. Yeah. We saw, that's like a, that's a solid drill hole right there. Yeah. Um, so John is sending out teams to meet up with the science teams mm-hmm. uh, that have been sent out. Even, like, even taking five minutes to get these things, these systems turned off is going to be a lot of time in the situation that they're dealing with. Yeah. Uh, the power they have left is almost gone, and they're going to be lucky to make it through the night. Yeah. This is going to be fun. How these all were in our cut is beautiful, and we are only now to credits. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, God, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So while things continue, at some point, John finds McKay off to the side and has a bit of a reality check conversation with him. McKay's been making a lot of decisions without talking to John. And while, yes, it's the heat of the moment, John hates to voice this. Like, it's not a thing he wants to go to, but Weir is incapacitated. Mm-hmm. And that means John's in charge. And yeah. McKay is, I like how McKay suddenly is like, oh, yeah, I actually completely forgot about that part and totally forgot that there were some lines that I crossed. Yeah. I didn't realize. <laughs> Sorry about that. John just wants to stay in the loop. Yeah. Um, and McKay's going to give him the coal notes. John's confused. The cliff notes. Yeah. Why did you just say that? Did Reasons. you Did you know why he said coal notes? Because it's Canadian. It is. Fun yeah. <laughs> fact, Call Notes started in Canada, the Call bookstores, mm-hmm. uh, and then Jack and Carl Cole sold, sold the U.S. rights to Cliff Hillgrass. <laughs> I love how close their names are just accidentally. Uh-huh. And published them as Cliff Notes. Like so, that. yes, the OG Cliff Notes are Cole Notes. You can keep your Cole Notes. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to stick with my American golf notes. I don't say a boot. I don't say Cole's notes. I've actually never used Cliff's notes. I don't know that they're still a thing. They are still a thing. Interesting. They are still a thing. I I have not often referenced them. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe I referenced. You know why? Because Wikipedia. Wikipedia. <laughs> Literally Wikipedia. Yeah. No, I do remember pre-Wikipedia days. I do think um, I I think I remember checking a handful out like before the ACTs because mm. in my head I was like, oh, they might be testing it on some of these classic novel shit that I don't want to <laughs> read. So I just like read what would now be the Wikipedia the summary the summaries yeah. of them and i think i just like got a whole bunch from the library yeah. but they don't they don't ask you about that kind of stuff on the acc I think, you know no they don't they want to understand reading comprehension i know but i didn't realize that at That's the time fair. well and i think i think uh cliff's notes or cole's notes are for people who don't enjoy reading because really they're they're summaries of books. Well, and I will tell you the books that i got these on uh-huh. and this is from someone who enjoys reading were books that I wouldn't enjoy reading. That's fair. Like, but I'm thinking that's why I probably didn't use them very probably. often. Probably, but like, I don't need to read the Red Badge of Courage uh, at any point again in my life. I don't know that I ever had to read that, but I feel yeah. But it's that it was yeah, those yeah. type of books. Sure, like even Huckleberry Finn. Like I, 
had no desire to read Huckleberry Finn. This is where you and I differ. 100%. 100%. Um, I think I read, um, what was it? The Canadian Yankee in King Arthur's Court. And even that one, I was like, I really like the storyline, but I have a hard time reading this. Is it because of Mark Twain? It's just the style of writing. Yeah. 100% that's what it is, which is why I was like, oh, this is actually a really cool story if I read the summary of it. (laughs) (laughs) So different. 100% different. Um, Sorry for the ice. The only thing keeping us going in this podcast is caffeine. So, um... He explains to John that the main power conduits that got hit are, like, literally the main conduits for the city. They lead directly to the ZPM. Mm-hmm. And as an analogy, McKay compares them to leaky pipes. Yeah. And if McKay dumbs this down any further, John's going to hit him. Yeah. But the city is smart. It knows it can't fix the leaks. But it also knows power needs to get everywhere it needs to get. Mm-hmm. So instead of trying to repair things that the city's nose is a failing chance at that point it just pumps more power yeah just through the conduits more in there yeah you're going to lose more but enough is going to get everywhere we needs to go Makes and sense. that right now is what's keeping them alive it's what's keeping That's the like, shields up the atmosphere it's like your heart pumping overtime uh-huh. it's like uh something's not getting blood i'm just gonna shove it harder hundred percent the yeah. analogies continue Ta-da. but there's a ton of systems on right now that don't need to be on mm-hmm. so they're going to lose potentially fatal amounts of power blood either way Mm -hmm. so they shut off these extra systems and then the zpm doesn't have to you know pump as much power out yeah they can put imminent death off by an hour or two yeah the zpm the heart of atlantis so mckay says they have about 60 percent of the systems the extra systems shut down and an alarm goes off the outer edges of the city are decompressing Mm. Because the city's smart, as we said. Mm-hmm. The ultimate smart city. Instead of Shut letting the shield fail, yeah. the city is just shrinking the shield. She's going to put herself into a medically induced coma. Basically. <laughs> uh, but there's people who are out there working at the far ends of the city. That's no good. No. And John calls out to them, insisting that they move their ass now. Guys, guys, you're red shirts. You're not going to make it through the next scene. 100% they're red shirts. It is a very tense race scene because on the map, it doesn't look like they're going to make it. We see their little life signs. And in a very cool yet devastating for what it means shot, we see the city closing off doors and the shield shrinking through them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And as much as John tells McKay to make it stop, yelling at him is not going to do anything. Like, the city's not letting McKay do anything. Yeah. The team is close to safety. Everyone is very tense, yelling at each other. He needs to pull up that task manager and just force quit. Force quit that shield. But unfortunately, is that going to force quit the entire shield? I think it's going to force quit the shield shutdown. Okay. Uh, Suddenly the gravity turns off and the team of three starts floating. And then our team in the control room and us watch in a bit of horror as the life signs turn off. Just uh, fade out. And disappear on the map. Yeah. And John, after a moment, tells him to get the other teams to hurry, and he walks off. That's not good. Yeah. Hey, guys, remember we have a midway station? 
Oh, you mean the uh, gal- Galaxy Truck Stop? Galaxy Truck Stop. Yeah. You I get l- your Slim Jims <laughs> and, and your, your Slurpees. You're supposed to say in your Slurpees. Your blue Slurpees. Uh-huh. It's got to be blue. Yeah. I do. The establishing shot of this is beautiful, especially uh-huh. when you realize those aren't stars. Those are galaxies. Yikes. Uh, it's way more put together now than the skeleton we saw previously. Uh-huh. You don't even need a puddle jumper to go through it. Um, and we find out there is one Samantha Carter floating there in zero G with ease. Super cool. She's calm, done this before. Cool. Collected uh, opposite of Billy. At this point. Yeah, Bill is definitely having some motion sickness. He needs one of those patches. Yeah. Oh, boy, would be the least of my responses. I'd be like, I'm going to turn around and come back when that scent is gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. <laughs> he's oh, a, He is... He's not... Look, he can head back to Earth if you want. Sam can get someone else out here. Honestly... There's no shade for not being good with zero G because mm-hmm. it's just it's a thing you you're either good at it or you're not. You know, you would think, though, that he would have had some opportunities to prepare for this. How, would he, though? I feel like there'd be some simulation trainings. I have a, and I don't know because I've clearly have not been to space, but I would be. In, and I haven't seen this from anyone who's, you know, been into space, how much the simulation like that compares it all to actually being weightless up there. That's fair. I mean, I don't know either. Like, I don't know if Billy's gone on the Vomit Comet. Yeah, but my thought would be no enough to... The other thing that I believe about about Bill is that he would be the kind of guy who packs everything. Like, the Dramamine is in your bag somewhere. Go get it. Go get it. That I believe. Yeah. That I believe. And it does look like um, that midway... From the size it is and how it's built out, you get the idea that it, it might be established for a small crew to be stationed there. Yeah. Or possibly also work on man. We're mm-hmm. not really sure. But Bill's going to be fine once he can turn the gravity back on. Yeah. And that's when the Pegasus gate cooshes to life. And no one is actually coming through the gate, but it is a signal from Colonel Ellis in the Apollo. Ah, uh, yes. I remember that guy. He catches up with Sam on the mission. Uh, Atlantis got underway successfully, yes, but they are not at the rendezvous point. Mm-hmm. So instead, they jump to the nearest planet that has a gate, um, since Atlantis' future home does not have one, and called to check in. But Sam hasn't heard from Atlantis either, which is probably not good. Yeah. 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 No news <laughs> is not good news in, this, in this case. case. Yeah. Ellis is going to head back to the planet. He's going to come back to check in an hour. Um, speaking of Atlantis, it's still floating there yeah. in space. Just um, hanging out. The edges of it aren't in the shield anymore. Mm-hmm. Ronan has the glass out of his shoulder, but yeah. he's still in some IV meds. I'll get to this later that I have a hunch he's more injured than we think. Um, but I think they're shoving antibiotics into his system because I'm they sure. know somebody there knows that it's like he's not going to take them orally. No. Just shove him with a bunch of antibiotics right now and then we're fine. And you can't keep Ronan in his bed. Poor, again, poor yeah. Doc who has to keep, yeah. keep tabs that, that on Ronan. That shit's going to get so infected. <laughs> so let's just do what we can now. Um, Ronan heads over to the screen and sees Weir's, you know, the, the camera that's on Weir's yeah. face asking how she's doing. 
And um, the doc updates him that her her brain is super swelly still. Mm-hmm. And they're getting they're getting close to just having to do a decompressive craniotomy. Yep. And he explains that for Ronan and anyone else who didn't know what it was. Uh-huh. Not me, because I'm an expert. <laughs> so John is just standing in the doorway of Weir's office. It's one of those, like, I don't, I'm not going in there. Yeah. Uh, McKay joins him. There's no real word on her yet. Uh, McKay thinks they're gonna, they should collapse the shield all the way to the tower, the main tower. Mm-hmm. Yes, most of the city is going to be exposed to space, but they don't have the juice, and there's like hundreds of other problems that could lead to their premature death today. So yeah, yeah. There's basically we're all dying. Yeah. So some way or another. All the teams have been recalled, and so they head back to the control room and do just that. And we see from space the shield shrink up. To just be the main tower. Yeah. In the infirmary, Keller makes the call. They are cutting open Weir's head to let her brain breathe. Yeah. Her brain needs to breathe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It needs open. (laughs) It needs just some fresh air. You know, like when you've been, it's a long day, you've been wearing like jeans that Uh are a little too tight. No one wears jeans right now. And then, well, once upon a time (laughs) when we all wore jeans, I mean, technically I'm wearing jeans right now, but anyway... You, that moment when you get home and, yeah. or, or on the car ride and it's like, that top button's got to go. 100%. That top button has got to go yes. right now. That's that's weird skull. Or also more appropriately for half of the population, when you finally get to take that bra off. Oh, yeah. that It's like, they got to breathe. Also sometimes happens as soon as you get into the car. <laughs> <laughs> there have been times. Fair. Fair. Um, and we watch... A great scene of uh, of them shaving that spot and you gotta cutting open her brain. Yeah, well, her head to get to her brain. Yeah, yeah. Cut to cut to get to brain. <laughs> Don't cut too far. I know words. Yeah, you know, like when you open a hot dog packet, and you yeah. don't want to accidentally slice the first no. hot dog. Like if you're bad at that, you can't be a neurosurgeon. No. <laughs> That's actually the test they do. <laughs> Open this hot dog wrapper without slicing the first hot yep. dog. That's the test you have to pass in yeah. order to be a brain surgeon. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. So there's been enough time for McKay to get his cuts looked at at some point. Like, I think they're actually cleaned up in the earlier scene, but... Um, also, there's... I think he just likes looking a little bit badass. Like, he's like they're actually service cuts. Yeah. Oh, they're 100% service cuts. Yeah. Uh, Taylor had them, too. Yeah. Also, I love the one poor guy in this wide shot who's just sweeping up glass. Yeah, like this is my oh. life now. I mean, somebody has to. Somebody has to. You know what else somebody has to do? Duct tape a bunch of saran wrap up on that window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably two guys because it's a big ass window. It's a big ass window. <laughs> um, Somebody's grabbing the tarps. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, McKay. McKay has had time to share up some information at this point. He tells John and Taylor the good news. He knows their exact location. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can't use the gate because they're still moving too fast because an object in motion stays in motion, which we'll come to again later. So here's my question. Yeah. Which location does he know? Like... Does he know how fast they're traveling? And then he's like, well, we were here, so now we're here? I have a hunch he does. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That's what I mean. I think he knows, like, I can track us on a map. Yeah. 
Look at us. There we go. Yeah. Um, but they also don't have sublight engines or navigation to come to a stop in order to use the gate. Mm-hmm. But at least they're not lost. Yeah. Uh, two is the hyperdrive is fine. They dropped yeah. out before before they got to their destination because of the damaged conduits. Yeah. They have enough gas. Yeah. They just couldn't get it to the engine, so yeah, they yeah, stalled yeah. out. Somebody cut the lines. Someone fired a bullet oh. into the lines. Mm-hmm. And in this case, it didn't result in <laughs> a giant explosion. These analogies are super accurate and right on par. <laughs> We're really good at this game. We're so good at this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone someone put a sustained beam through their gas line. Yep. It's kind of... Yeah. So the idea is, is they're going to patch the conduits. They're going to stick some duct tape uh-huh. onto that gas line. They're going to, it's the old, they're going to, what's that, that slapping, uh, that infomercial guy who slaps things? <laughs> oh, what is that tape called? God damn it. We're fine. <laughs> duct tape. No. Gorilla tape. No. Gaffer tape. Nope. Infomercial. They're gonna flex tape, flex tape. <laughs> They're gonna flex tape those conduits, yeah. Um, and then they'll be able to make the jump into hyperspace. But they're still leaking power as of now. Yeah. So Mikay shows them a graph mm-hmm. because everything makes more sense with a graph. Totally. They have an hour before that Listen, green McKay, line. Please don't be taking time to make graphs. That means you took time to pull that data into a graph. I'm assuming. I'm hoping he has a graphic designer who made that graph for okay, him. Okay, but still, somebody had to like put that. Like, there's no time for this. What was the graphic designer on Atlantis doing to help right now? It's it is vitally important that they get that. This is what the graphic designer is there for, to make the graphs so everyone else can understand the situation. That's fine. Yeah. That's fair. how the graphic designer is going to help save the I day. I hope that was an automated code. <laughs> Probably was. Yeah. Um, so they're still... Okay, so they have an hour before that green line gets below the no-go line, mm-hmm. and then they've lost too much power to jump. Yeah. And once it gets past that, they can't jump anywhere and they'll just have 30 hours before the shield drops and Ta-da! they die in the vacuum then of space. Then we just all fucking drink until we die. 100%. Because what else do you do? <laughs> Real drunk. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they didn't take all the booze with them on the Odyssey. No, absolutely. Yeah, there is there's, plenty, there's plenty of booze of left. There's some sort of, you know... Emergency rations. Ancient meat on there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, thousand-year-old aged meat. Imagine. I hope it's not skunked, but yeah, I'd drink it anyway and be like, this is uh, fine. If if I have 30 hours left before I suffocate... I'll just make it more. <laughs> make some for like 10 hours. Yeah. Ferment something quickly. It's fine. You can totally ferment alcohol in 10 hours. Yeah, and then you just get a drink for 20 hours. Here's the thing. Somewhere... On Atlantis is a machine that will instantly ferment things. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere. You know they're, they're making their own. They made their own sills somewhere. They're on making their own prison style. Like. <laughs> yeah. I want to find that machine on Atlantis. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever did, like, didn't report it. Of course. <laughs> it is just that's the underground hooch yeah. on Atlantis. That's, you got to know the password to get in. <laughs> Only the cool kids get to have some. They're still on the fence about whether they're gonna let McCain or not. But John's probably the one who <laughs> John's probably the one who found it. it. Yeah. Well, I feel like he didn't do the work, but he instigated it. Like yeah. he put that bug in someone's ear. 
It's just him and or, Ronan. Or Zelenka. <laughs> oh, Zelenka probably is the one that found it. He's like, well, here's how you make this. Yes. You guys are all doing it wrong. I didn't tell McKay, but I've told John. Yeah. He just went in there and told them how to make it better. <laughs> so John finds Ronan in the infirmary, all wrapped up like a burrito. Uh-huh. He is burritoed up mm-hmm. in that bed. Well, yeah. That's the only way to keep him still. <laughs> They just swallow him. Yeah, that's what uh, I do to my dog. He wants to get up and go help where he's needed, and John reassures him that the place he needs to be right now is here, getting better. Yep. Ronan just reminds him that I'm I'm good to go mm-hmm. if needed. Just I'm bored. Yeah. John, I'm bored. Yeah. That's the least of your our problems. You being bored. Yeah. For all we know, even if Weir survives, she's gonna be like yeah. not able to make words anymore somehow you being bored is actually the one thing we have going for us right now (laughs) seriously keller walks in and sort of her and john walk off to the side to monitor showing weir as they bandage her head Mm -hmm. and we get a status update she had six broken ribs one punctured her lung somehow no spinal damage but her head was 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 hit hard Mm -hmm. her head was a bouncy toy. Brain no good. Uh, and it may she 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 most likely had substantial brain damage. Yeah. And explains that if serious stress on if Weir survives, she won't be the same Elizabeth again. Yeah. Because brain damage is dumb. Yeah. She may, at best, lose like a bunch of memories of yeah. what this is, and at worst, like. No, no word. Like no, com- no, nothing. Well, besides that, also the high probability Should of just Frankenstein's monster being the person, like a personality shift that's extremely drastic. Well, yeah, that would be like the least of things. That's what like, I mean. Even yeah. if she's like just getting function back would mm-hmm. be my fear. So Keller has to get back to things since mm-hmm. most of her staff is on the Apollo. They're a little short staffed. Yeah, kind of busy. Uh, She probably also hasn't slept in 30 hours. Yeah, I know the feeling. So McKay checks in with Zelenka down in the ZPM room. It's actually going really well there. Mm -hmm. Him, Zelenka and his team are cannibalizing parts, crystals from secondary systems. The flex tape is working. Yep. Um, The current pace is actually faster than they need to be. We're doing it. And hopefully they're just going to be able to jump into hyperspace and meet up with Apollo. Like, Mm -hmm. McKay's happy. He's... This is great. He, they might actually make it through this thing, and that's <laughs> Ta-da. that's when Chuck calls. You shouldn't have, John you and shouldn't have said that out loud over the radio to come to the control room immediately. Mm-hmm. And McKay's just like, "Well, that lasted for a whole second. Yeah, that's when you go, "No, Chuck, we're going to sit in this good feeling for like two minutes. <laughs> I need two so minutes. Just, so of just happiness. you can you can fuck off a little bit. The news is they're about to hit an asteroid belt. Yeah." And there's no way to get shields turned on for the entire city. Um, there's no way to deflect them because the the sh- chair is outside the shield. Yeah. The, the control chair. Which, to me, that seems really stupid to have your chair not in the middle of things. Where is the chair? Shouldn't that shit be centrally located? Exactly. Exactly. Do you know why it's not? Hashtag reasons. Hashtag plot points. God damn it. Yeah. I think we've maybe run once upon a time there was a different chair, and this is actually the backup chair. Yeah, and we didn't hear. <laughs> so we've been using the backup chair the whole time. We have been. Mm-hmm. 
Sucks to suck. They're 10 minutes away from the asteroid belt, and it's only going to take two minutes to get through it because they're just grazing, like, an outer corner of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and McKay mm-hmm. has to emphasize that they do not have the power for shields. Yeah. Like, Zelenka's 45 minutes away from finishing his work, and even if the shield's up for a minute, it's going to fuck all of that up. Yeah, it's we're, we're not okay. Well, basically, it sounds like he has to start over once they put it up. Yeah. Like, it's like, it, it th- just kind of screws everything forever. I think it's like because they don't have enough of a patch. Like, yeah. it's just going to knock off the patch everything they've already they've done. done. Yeah. So McKay's going to try to come up with some other ideas to get them through this. Mm. But John has an idea. Yay. There's 20 or so people in the city right now with the ancient gene. McKay's like, this is a really shitty idea. This is terrible. We shouldn't do this. John's like, we don't have any others. Uh-huh. Get all 20 of those people up to the jumper bay. Yeah. Yay. In the jumper bay, Mc- John updates all of the reluctant, most of them are reluctant future pilots. I feel like most of them are civilians and they're like, yeah. I I was brought here to cook yeah, in there's, the kitchen. There's there's like one, I, I can recognize the one woman who's probably the Yeah. <laughs> I'm a scientist. Yeah. There's one, we noticed one person from the Daedalus. Yeah. There might be like one other military person I'm, there. I'm really good with plants. Yeah. I can't help you here. Uh, yeah. We also see Ronan's doctors there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're going to take all the jumpers out mm-hmm. and fire drones at the asteroids Yay. and clear a path for the city. This is very Rebel Pilots-esque. Uh, like, there's yes. a nice little vibe here. Yes. Like, here's this uh, uh, hodgepodge of people. Some of them have this flown a jumper crew. twice. Yeah. And haven't fired a real drone. Some of them are like, I know what a jumper is. <laughs> because I've seen one. Because they're smart. They do have training simulations for everyone who has the gene. Yeah. And that has to go through. John's like, it's basically the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. If McKay can do it, you can do it. I do love that line. Like, yeah, listen, this idiot can do it. (laughs) You can do it. Yes, it's dangerous. Most of you don't have many flight hours in, but it's the only viable option we have. Mm -hmm. And McKay super helpfully adds, or we die. Jumper or die. Your (laughs) choice. Die or die is what a lot of these people are hearing. Cake or death. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I would like the cake, please. Yeah. Well, we're all out of cake. So my choice is all death. Yeah. <laughs> I yes. really want to watch that again so badly. Do it. I Maybe I will. Mm-hmm. So it's on Amazon. Who Anyone here needs to watch Eddie is addressed to kill. I'm pretty sure it's Amazon. Don't, take, don't trust my word on that. But I think I saw it there. So they all go off into their own jumpers, some with more comfort and ease than others. Uh, yeah. I would be one of those like, uh, do I sit here? How yeah. do I close the door? Why yeah. am I here? I am questioning my life choices. Yeah. I yeah, I would definitely be the one going like, okay, and then which button is it? <laughs> Wait, I do okay. it with my mind? Tell me Shit. again. Hang on, let me write this down. I'm gonna write this down. Cause that's my move. Don't think about firing the uh, firing the drones off yet. Don't think about firing the drones yeah, off. Stop yet. stop thinking about it. Stop thinking about it. <laughs> John has updated flight information for everyone. It pops up on their HUDs. Everyone is just going to stay information and shoot shit in front of them. Like, that's the plan. Yeah. 
I really wanted there to be like a little, I don't know when the song came out. It may be after this episode came out, but I want them to sneak in uh, Beyonce and be like, okay, ladies, now let's get information. <laughs> I don't know why, but when I was making notes at two in the morning, that felt you like the thing that needed to happen. You Beyonce. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't we all? Uh, constantly <laughs> so mckay realizes it's basically the game asteroids uh-huh john's like whatever the fuck works for you dude and mckay was really bad at asteroids <gasps> once he got he scored a zero how do you even do that just don't try you just don't press buttons no I, it's mckay you try so hard <laughs> so that you miss so everyone that you're so you're too yeah he's too focused on the first one he missed and yeah. he missed all the rest from there forward yes so it's, they all launch it does take a little nudging from john to be like i said formation yeah yeah but why you guys is there are formation? terrible at this why is the formation in like one line like circle that yeah anyway i'm not gonna question john mm-hmm. even though or i just at least did stagger a good stagger would Something. be good. Yeah. So Taylor's watching this from the control room and just lets them know that they're about to get in range. John mm-hmm. o- orders a fire at will. Yeah. There is a lot of asteroids. And at one point, John's like, just fire four at once. <laughs> just concentrate. What, like it's hard? <laughs> exactly. Just do just, it. Just concentrate on them. Yeah. Just concentrate on four explosives going in four different directions at once. It's not that big of a deal. Just do it and then do like, you know, a shit ton of pull-ups because that's normal too. Yeah. These are just things that all humans can do all the time. 100%. So uh, a few of these asteroids are getting through their wave. John is calm about it. Back in the control room. They're about to find out if they've cleared enough of the path mm-hmm. through the asteroid belt. Yep. Um, once the wave of jumpers makes it through, uh, a few of them, including McKay, turn back to catch any that they missed. I do I do like that he's like, okay, we're going to break formation. And then McKay's like, wait, no, break, no, no, you're doing it now. <laughs> At least he did it. He he went for it. Like, yeah. he questioned it. But when John yeah. said break, he broke. He, he was like, and you're jumping now. Jump out of the plane. Go. <laughs> Oh, God. You did it. Oh. That's what that was. I don't know if I'd be able to do that. Uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> well, here's the thing. If yeah. the plane is going down, If the plane's jump. going down, I'll jump. Yeah. Um, if the plane's not... If it's just... I, this is why I don't go skydiving mm-hmm. or bungee jumping. I don't think I could take that step. I think bungee jumping scares me more than skydiving. <sighs> Probably, yeah. I, the, I don't trust other people to do math. No. You know... I don't care um, how many times people have successfully bungee jumped in that spot. I just don't trust people to do the math. And I feel like somehow my bungee is going to be the one that's too long and I'm just going to go full I just, Looney Tunes smash into I the ground. I just have no need to see the ground rushing towards me at that rate. Also, I'm getting to the age where even roller coasters give me a migraine. Like, I'm not even going to have fun during the free fall. Roller coasters I still enjoy. No, I'm headache. Yeah, roller coasters I still enjoy. Swings, yes. Mm-hmm. But... The whole world gives me migraines. I don't need it. Life. Everything outside my house and some things inside my house. Yeah. Give me migraines. Yeah, yeah. So um, the city is continuing through the asteroid belt. There's, you know, a few impacts deep in the city that, that I don't think it's Chuck, but Taylor and non-Chuck feel. Yeah, this is fine. 
Everything's it's fine. fine. It's just some smaller pieces. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the damage is all to the outer Surface edge. Surface wounds. Surface wounds. And yeah, the city makes it through the asteroid belt. We actually see a giant city-sized hole. Yay. When the camera pans back to it. Good, so that if any other cities need to fly through yes. that asteroid, they're welcome. As long as they do it real quick, because uh-huh. that's going to fill in yeah, well, pretty fair. soon. Mm-hmm. Because asteroids know how to get information. They do. <laughs> so They also believe in Queen Bay. Everyone believes in Queen Bay. Yeah. I assume that Queen Bay's made it out to the Pegasus Galaxy. <laughs> Everyone lands. John finds McCain is like, good job. Yeah. McCain's like, I can't believe that shit worked. Yeah. Uh, Zelenka and his team should be done by now, so they might actually be out of the woods. Hmm. And that's when Chuck calls the two of them to the control room. Listen, He's like, fuck you guys everything. Need to stop saying that things are going to be okay. Yeah. Because that's when the DM throws another monster at you. Yes. It's a random roll table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they come down the stairs. Link is there now. Uh, and guess what? The hype drive is fixed. Well, it was fixed. It's de- the hype. The hype drive is broken. Just, just kidding. Few asteroids hit the city and control arrays were damaged. So now they have to fix those before they can jump. Mm-hmm. And McKay said... I told you I was no good at asteroids. Because, of course, McKay blames himself for well, that yeah. one. The, the one that got through. As the city continues on its way, John, McKay, and Zelenka on a walk and talk. We soon find out where they're going on a spacewalk. The transporters are going to get the most of the way. It'll be a breeze, except for the micro-asteroids. Yeah, yeah. The little, the little bullet-sized rocks. They're just tiny, tiny rocks. They're no big deal, except that they're going so fast. Yeah. So, so fast. And Zelenka, well, I think it's more a combination of they might not be going fast, but the ship's... Well, yeah, yeah. The city's going relative motion. Mm -hmm. Science. Relative motion. That's a good band name. I think it would be. Mm -hmm. Zelenka is going to go instead of McKay, since he already knows the repair details and no reason to take the time to explain to McKay. Right. They, They have 15 minutes... Plenty of time. Totally. At that point, they're going to be past the deadline. Listen, they'd be dead right now if they didn't already fix the power conduits. We've already given us more time. The 15 minutes is our new additional time. We could be dead now. We could be dead later. It's like... We might as well die trying. It's like, you know, the extra minutes added on at the end of a soccer game. I don't know where these analogies are coming from. I don't... I don't... I'm... I'll, I'll take it. Sports ball. Mm-hmm. So McKay assures Zelenka that he can do this. Yep. Zelenka's clearly not enthused about this situation. Yep. It's like, I am an indoor kid. Yeah, I do not want to do this. This is the ultimate outdoor kid situation. I don't have enough homemade alcohol in my system no. to be brave enough for this right now. Oh, I would most likely be like, someone have a shot of whiskey Something. that I can take yeah. right before I do this. <laughs> As McKay heads to the control room, Keller finds him. Mm-hmm. He's actually She's actually been looking for McKay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been busy saving the city and whatnot, but sure, what what's going on? How's yeah. Weir? Keller's like, that's that's why I've been looking for you. She's in a shit situation. Yeah. She's pretty much as fucked as she could be. Mm-hmm. Um, past anything me and my medical team can do for her. But there's one last idea. That's always scary. When you're pulling in the mad scientist (laughs) into a health situation. Remember 
when that replicator attacked Weir and infected her with replicator nanites. Yeah. And she was like in her own hallucinatory dream state and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, Carson was able to render them inert, but they're still there in her body. Totally. McKay calls her a genius. Mm-hmm. She's like, I was just trying to save a life. Just kind of brushes her hair off her shoulder for a second. Uh, John and Zelenka are in mid-suit up, and John's like, I'm sorry, you want a what? Uh-huh. That is a shitty idea. Yeah, don't, don't do it. McKay's like, I'm gonna reprogram and it'll be fine. John's like, no. Yeah, here's the thing, is McKay is like, look, it's, it's a dead virus. Yeah. It's a dead virus, it's, it's fine. fine. It's just a vehicle to get the things where they need to get. 100%. Um... I I would have been like, she's dead now or she's dead later. Take pick one. So McKay, you know, is like, look, everything in medical science that can be done for Weir has been done. Exactly. If I can reprogram them to help repair her body without taking her brain over. And it's John's like, like, like giving her a symbiote. I heard a big old if in that line that you just told me. That see, that's the problem. <laughs> when when I can. <laughs> He's McKay's really confident that he can do oh, this. Mm-hmm. Really confident. Like, fairly... I heard... Mm, Yikes. John's fear is that those nanites are going to come online and then call out to their little replicator buddies. They'll, we just saw... They haven't seen... They haven't seen Arc of Truth yet. But we just saw what surprise replicators were due to a storyline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fast infestation. These dudes are worse than bed bugs. Yeah. Yeah, he's not going to consider this shit until McKay is sure. He wants to save Weir as much as anyone. But if we save her and, like, risk that replicator situation, she's going to be mad at us. <laughs> I don't want a mad Weir. A mad Repli Weir? <laughs> uh, and you can well, s- also, I, you know, I think to to Shepard's credit, he's thinking like, I don't want to see her come back to life and then have to kill her. Yeah, like that's not good. Yeah, like I don't, I don't like, I don't look because that's what he'd have to do. Yes, I'm more like, look, there's a there's life saving measures, mm-hmm. and then there's turning the replicator nanites on in her body. <laughs> Listen, if I have the option, give me the nanites. Okay, good to know. Give me the nanites. I'm all for cyber parts. I will keep that in mind. Robotic limbs. I am here for it. I will keep that in mind Mm -hmm. when we need to turn the non-existent nanites on in your system. Give me the nanites. Um, So you can see everyone hates to admit this, but they know that John is right. Yeah. Um, And as John and Zelenka are in full suit up heading to the transporter, Zelenka's like, you made the right call, bro. I do love this moment of Zelenka just being like, yeah, you're doing okay. Yeah. This is his version of like a pat on the back. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they're in spacesuits. Uh-huh. And that would just be awkward. Yeah. So at the Midway Station, now with gravity... Uh-huh. Still no word from the Apollo. Sam yeah. has been working on a way to try to find or contact Atlantis. And I love that when she admits that what he's, that's what she's doing, Lee is like, oh, I've been waiting for you to say that I have all these ideas. Yeah. <laughs> he assumes since the city's drives have been sitting non-used for a millennia, they're just off course. Hmm. And Sam actually thinks it's more like they just came out of hyperspace too soon. 
which is accurate, mm-hmm. and that McKay got the power requirements wrong, which is inaccurate. I love that Bill scoffs at the idea that McKay would do math wrong. Yeah, yeah. But he thinks he doesn't know how to find them in AGB oh, in All Gates Bulletin. The twilight Bark. <laughs> it's the Send them out. Bark. Bring them out. Bring them out. Which Sam then scoffs at. <laughs> um, but but Bill wants to dial all the gates in the Pegasus Galaxy at yeah. once and establish radio contact. Mm-hmm. It sounds great. Yeah. It will surely work. Um, Sam's like, yeah, but um, the Atlantis gate is off the grid right now. And if they were close enough to another gate, mm-hmm. then they would have already contacted us. This is where I would have been like, well, then you think of something. That's literally what Bill says. Yeah. He's like, well, what have you come up with? At least I'm generating ideas. Yeah. yeah. And then sees the look on Sam's face is like, yeah, sorry. that I. Oh, I would not have backed down from that. I don't give a shit. <laughs> At least I'm opening my mouth. Sam was just contemplating ideas and only voicing them when she knew they were viable. Mm-hmm. Because you know she's already come up with like five different ideas and immediately went, well, it's not going to work for X, Y, and Z. On the spacewalk, damage looks minimal until you turn the corner and you see the four floors of missing corridor. Just a giant pit that you got to walk over. It looks really fucking cool, I always hated the jumping levels in games. Yeah. (laughs) This is a jumping level. Yeah. Uh, and don't forget those micro-asteroids. We mentioned them oh, once, yes. and then we see them put bullet holes in the walls behind them. Mm-hmm. That will never come up again, don't worry. Nope. So they're going to have to jump. <clears throat> That's fine. 100 feet in space is Super nothing. Super fine. Uh-huh. So John, because he's calm, cool, and collected in this moment, mm-hmm. um, hooks Zelenka up to the tether, turns off Zelenka's mag boots, mm-hmm. and is just going to throw him yeah we're just launching scientists out here i'm he's like i'm gonna throw you to the side before our tethers snap listen taut. be thankful that john is smart because he's trying to put together a physics experiment 100 a lesser man would not be able to calculate 100%. this is what i'm saying again it's another insight to how smart john really is mm-hmm. um before it snaps taut for a really deep critical role joke right there. Mm-hmm. Um, John's going to turn his boots off mm-hmm. and then inertia. Yeah, because of an inertia. And don't worry, John's not going to miss. In this case, you literally have to trust him as far as John can throw. I, I feel like I love that John savors this joke. It's, like he's been working up to this. He's like, I've never found the time where I could actually say this, this except for now. Yeah, this is my dad joke. And... The scene of them pulling this maneuver off is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, and look at that. Science. It works, bitches. Let's do this. I had a shirt that said that once. Uh-huh. I loved that shirt. What happened to it? I don't know where it is. That you sucks. A bag of it. Um, and they get to work. Mm-hmm. So, McKay is now... Completely spending his time working on the nanites. Yeah. You're just hyper-focused on saving the city. Are other people saving this? Is there nothing for you to do for the city? Well, you gotta save the weir. Gotta save the weir. Yeah. Higher priority now, I guess. I think he's done enough to be able to delegate work. 
Probably. At this point, because now they're just trying to, like, control the energy usage. All the big fishes are taken care of. Uh, the rest is just duct tape. Where is now the big fish? Mm-hmm. And it's slowly going, and he tells Keller, um, as she comes back, to check on him. And it's like, it's just going, but it's slow. Good news, I found a way to reactivate the nanites safely. Mm-hmm. So long story is yes. The, sh- <laughs> the Or sorry, the short story is yes. But also no. But the long story is no. Mm-hmm. He can definitely reactivate the nanites. He'll, they'll definitely put the weir back together again. And he can guarantee that the nanites aren't going to harm weir. And they're not going to contact other replicators. Mm-hmm. But, but, big but. But any repair work they're going to do are going to be replacing Weir's damaged cells with nanite-replicated cells. So if we ever turn the nanites off again, we're just going to... She's going to die. going to kill her. Because, like, just giant parts of her tissue are going to be turned off. I'm here for it. Let's do it. Yeah. Again, put the nanites in. She will be She will be part replicator Repl- for the rest Weir. of her life. I see no trouble here. That's a level up. Keller's pretty confident John's not going to go for that. We don't tell him. The end. <laughs> That's kind of what they try yep. to do. Yep. That's kind of what they try to do at the end. Eat a dick. It was this or she would die. I am all here for this. Uh, so he thinks that... That is how scientific advancements are made exactly. in medicine. <laughs> so he still thinks that they uh, could... He can reprogram them, hopefully, to repair and not replace cells. Uh-huh. He just needs more time. Uh, Zelenka, out in space, is working a little slower than he thought. Gloves yeah. are a bitch. Yeah, it, you know, it's like when you're trying to like use your phone through... Um, when you've got work gloves on, even yeah. if they've got that little like flippy thing where yeah. it's like, oh, you can totally use your phone. No, you it's can't. like, no, you can't. I, um, I had a band-aid on my thumb the other day and I was like, I don't, how am I supposed to function right now? I no. can't. Can't my, even. My phone won't read my thumb yeah. through the band-aid. First world problems. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so another micro asteroid hits nearby yeah don't worry john says we only have four minutes before the power dips too low everything's fine into hyperspace yep no pressure just uh not a big deal at all that's when a micro asteroid comes through the wall and zelenka's leg yeah and some blood spilling out he gets thrown off john sort of catches him um I guess it's like literally getting shot in the leg. You, you did didn't sh- think we were going to mention micro asteroids and not hit one of these two motherfuckers with a micro asteroid. Yeah, did and we've you? already got Ronan in the shoulders. So you yeah. got to go leg. Yeah. Got to get in that leg. The leg is quality. I feel like most times, I know, like, Star Trek First Contact was a leg wound too, went through the leg. It, I feel like legs are very popular. I mean, if I'm going to get hit, I would rather in the leg than anywhere yeah. well, else. Yeah, just, it's really popular when you're in a spacesuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All it's those a, extremities. It's a quality zone. Yeah. Uh, so, Ronan, this is a this is a really sweet moment. Yeah. Ronan wheels his IV into Weir's room mm-hmm. and stands sort of, stands right next to her, her gurney there and, and tells her thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, for in his his like adorable gruff Ronin, yeah, actually voicing moments of tenderness, which makes it even more poignant. Um, he's like, "Thank you for letting me stay here. 
because he doesn't know if he would still be and he kind of just trails off without mm-hmm. voicing that because it's a thing he doesn't even want to voice yeah uh, and just thanks her and that's when alarms start going off. What and did you do, Ronan? People rush in, and he's like, "I what I do? I uh, promise uh, I didn't touch her. I didn't do it." Oh, Keller reassures him that it was not him, but you do have to leave now. Yeah, and he just sort of backs out Can't of the room. Be here, awkwardly. Ouch. Um. By the way, did you notice the bandage on his arm, on his forearm? No. Yes. Okay. So just keep that in mind for a few episodes from now. Okay. There's a fun little fact that will be revealed okay. in a couple episodes. Okay. So outside Zelenka is a badass, which we knew about because he is the most interesting man in the yeah. world. Uh, his leg doesn't really hurt. John's like, that's because you're in shock. Yeah. <laughs> that's the um, adrenaline talking. <laughs> yeah. Also, yes, because John is smart, as we've established, he's overpressurized Zelenka's suit. So uh-huh. he's not going to die. Yeah. Of, of leaked oxygen. Or blood at this point. Or blood. Yeah. Well, the blood is just now seeping into the suit is, yeah, is more like fair. it. We've like coagulated the hole mm-hmm. in his suit. Yeah. Um, John wants to call a jumper and get him to the OR now, which might be a little extreme. Just maybe medical care at the minimum. Yeah. But this repair needs to get done. And uh, it's too complicated to tell John what to do at this point. He's almost yeah, done. Yeah, I mean, it was too complicated to give to McKay. Yeah. He needs to just finish it out. Uh, he's like, just turn me around. Point me at the repairer. Yeah. And John does. <laughs> Yikes. Kel- Keller radios to McKay that if they're going to do this, they have to do it now. Do because it. Weir is crashing. Do it. McKay's like, I need more time. Nope, do it. There's I'm with Keller. none to be had. It's now or never. So McKay transfers the program and head down to the infirmary. Uh, and Midway, Sam realizes the easy thing to do is just retrace the path. Did you lose? Did you, you lost the ship yep. or you lost the city? Where was the last time you had it? <laughs> exactly. Do you remember the last place you used it? <laughs> Not at sublight speed, but just like hop, skip around searching with long range <laughs> sensors. And that's, that's great. But Bill does quick calculations and they need about 180,000 little jumps. I really love that. Bill gives her shit back. It's a. I do love that this yeah. has grown beyond like Sam's invincible. Uh-huh. He's like, no, your idea is dumb too. I, know. <laughs> I do really love this. I kind of want to know how long it took Bill to feel confident enough yeah. or like comfortable enough. I, I should say, yeah, because it's not that Sam's not amazing. She no. is, but she's you know she's also. It's good for Bill to stop seeing, for the trope of everybody seeing her as God's gift to the universe can get old. So I love that they're finally, like, giving her someone to spar with genuinely. And I like that it's, it's like, Sam would have reached that own conclusion of her own in, like, five minutes' time. But Bill's like, let me do that math for you. Yeah. Let me save you the work of realizing your plans. Now we're even. (laughs) Uh, Unless they seriously augment their long-range sensors, Mm -hmm. at least. The yeah. plan's not completely dumb. Right, right. Salvageable. Uh yeah. Bill's like, That's what Sam needs though to push her. Yeah. Yeah. But who's gonna who's gonna do they don't have an Asgard on the Apollo? Mm, she's Asgard Jason. Sam's like, do you want honey, how do you want to take a trip to the Pegasus Galaxy? Ta-da. Roddick has just finished the final repair. Mm-hmm. Finally, and yeah. John already has a jumper out to pick him up. Yep. And he calls the control room and is like, once we get inside the shield, you jump. Yep. Taylor's like, we can't. 
because... Because we see on the chart that Taylor informs John and Zelenka that they have just dropped below the line and they do not have enough power anymore. Yay, all this for nothing. Yeah. So they get Zelenka to the infirmary. Mm -hmm. Uh, John tells Ronan that, you know, he should be fine. It didn't hit any major arteries. Mm -hmm. Lucky, Ronan says. Yeah, which just a big old fleshy flesh This is where I have a hunch that, like, that glass hit some sort of major artery in Ronan. Well, it was also like a crazy shard of glass. Yes. Big. Yeah. And Zelenka got like Zelenka got a bullet through and through. Like it's a yes. It's it just like, hit some meat. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, it was a big piece of glass in an area where there's a lot of connections. And there was no coming through the other no. side no. clean. Yeah. It was just living in there. Um, I mean. He's just stuck here like the rest of us, John says at this point, yeah. and confirms the news to Zelenka mm-hmm. or to, to Ronan um, that, yeah, things are fixed, but we don't have the power to go anywhere. And in yeah. 28 hours, the shields are going to fail. Mm-hmm. So Ronan's like, what's the plan? John's not sure yet. He has to find McKay first, and Ronan just points to the OR. Shh, don't tell him where we are. Sure. This is, this is the real Grace Anatomy moment when it's like, hey, you were told not to do this non-FDA-approved surgery, but you did it anyway. And it's like, yes, because I knew it would save this patient's life. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that's the moment that McKay Science. and Keller walk out of the OR. Mm-hmm. He turns around, sees John, and is like, oh, shit, I didn't think this part through. What are you going to do, fire me? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think through the yeah. telling John what we did part. It's done. I'm here for it. Oh, I heard, I heard you didn't... I heard you didn't get the array fixed in time. Sucks to suck. I then, guess we're all going to die. He's like, what were you doing? Nothing. Don't she was at... dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Her heart was weak. Her nervous system was fried. He's like, what did you do? He turns around and just admits it. Yeah. I, I, I turned the nanites back on. Yeah. I would have been like, I kept her alive. John it's... is pissed. E- eat it. John I don't is, even care. John is pissed. Yeah. I get that he's pissed. Yeah. I do, but I'm 100% every time I would do I would do what McKay did. I honestly don't know. Yeah. I would have one every time I would do what McKay and Keller did. I think it's specifically I see John's fears. It's specifically because they're replicator nanites. Sure. But in McKay's defense, it was life or death. And John was busy. Yeah. And this is not putting us at risk. McKay is 100% certain as his eyes go everywhere except looking at yeah. John. I'm 100% certain. I'm certain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm certain-ish. Uh-huh. I'm certain adjacent. I'm certain that if we didn't do this, she'd be dead. <laughs> so choose your poison. John tells him that you don't know for sure that this is not putting us at risk. And yes, McKay can, again, as his eyes look around. Uh, but again, we're dying anyway. Yeah. Might as well go out, guns a-blazing. John tells them to shut down the nanites, plain and mm. simple. Uh, but that's nope. going to kill Weir. Yeah. And they debate over if Weir would have even want this. John's like, if you think she wanted this, you don't know her very well. And he and says it's way too dangerous and but tells him to the shut thing. them down. If this were John on the table, Weir would have been like, do it. Because we've seen her go to drastic measures to keep him alive. We have. I don't know if she would because of her reaction at the end of this episode. But for herself. 
I but again, we've seen her put effort like John's life before anything else. Well, here's the question: Are we is if the hypothetical weir we're talking about mm-hmm. is the hypothetical weir we're talking about? a replacement so that John is the one who already has the nanites in? Or is this weird as it sits now who has the same attitude she had at the end of the episodes where she's like, I've been through this shit before and I know how dangerous this is. Mm. Because if it's the same weird who still is a nanites that went through that, I don't know if she would say yes to this, to this situation happening to John. I don't know. I just, I've seen her, I've seen her go through, She's put other people at risk yes. for the sake of John. 100%. Which is why I think in a, in that blind panic, if you will, she would have been like, do it. I think... If the choice is that or death, she's going to go for I it. I think if it's other risky situations, mm-hmm. she would say yes. Mm-hmm. I think because she's been through these nanites before... Specifically Specifically the this situation with those replicator nanites, I yeah. don't think she would say yes. That's fair. I think the in general It would risk, depend on the confidence that McKay is using yeah. to say, I know that they're inert. Um, John, basically, when John's like, shut them down now, McKay crosses his arms and is like, fuck yeah. you. Yeah. And John takes, killing a, her. Yeah. John takes a step closer and McKay, for his credit, does not back down and holds his stare. He channels his inner Carson. Yeah. I saved your life. Yeah. End of story. And And John calls for an EMP to be brought down. Interesting. He'll turn these nanites off either way. Well, if nothing else, in case they get out of control, it's good to have it there. So yeah. I, I, I see that. And it's right about there that the OR doors open and Marie's like, um, Dr. Keller! Everyone's it's alive! Backing up from the it's bed. Alive! As we see Weir awake and sitting up and asking John and McKay, looking the most confused, what is going on? Wowza. I'm hungry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and, you know, we're now in quarantine mm-hmm. as Keller scans Weir, who is the face of someone who has just woken up and been told their current status. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On all situations, including herself. Uh, yeah. Holy shit. Um, outside, McKay thinks that this is stupid. Mm-hmm. Both the quarantine and them fighting. Yep. Because, yeah, John is unhappy with McKay and may have some cause. Sure. But it's not going to do them any good. It's not going to matter if they, unless they get out of this. So mm-hmm. McKay apologizes. <laughs> and John accepts it. And suddenly you can see the tone in their voices relax. Yeah. Yeah. You can see it? Yeah. Okay. You can see it in I their voices. I see it in their voices. I'm I not one to judge. I can see clearly now. McKay said sorry. <laughs> um, there, but there's a bite that's taken out of their voices at each other. Yeah, and, yeah. And yeah, they both agree someone, we're definitely need someone to talk to you right now. And who is better for that than Taylor? That's who you put in there. Yeah. But she seems freaked out too. <laughs> Every, there's no person who would not be freaked out on this situation. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, not fun. Um, Weir is adamant that this should not have happened. Well, it's done now. It's done. So what's the point? Um, she gets that they were saving her life. Um, but what happens when these nanites in her body contact the others? This was extremely reckless. That's when we kill you. Ta-da! No big. Uh, Taylor has her own opinion, and she's like, this was, your life was worth the risk. Yep. 
I, agreed. Agreed. I'm with Taylor. Yeah. Uh, and we reminds her that you have no idea what I went through last time. Mm-hmm. This was a bad idea. Mm. It's done now. It's done now. We did it though. So. But that's that's the part that I hang on for the rest of this. It's like yeah, she's. She's pissed because of then previous she experience. She should have put that in her advanced directive. <laughs> My advanced directive. And she did not. So they <laughs> went to all life-saving measures. That is, you know, I... Which brings to mind, I would like to read some of the advanced directive for you, some of these people. You gotta, you gotta have them. You because know Sam's got, like, a fa- Daniel's got to have the most interesting one. <laughs> there is some there, there is some shit in there that if someone who is not in on, like, the uh-huh. top secret nature of the missions are like, what the what fuck? What does that even mean? <laughs> why, why are you worried about replicator uh, yeah, nanites? Yeah, uh, and what are those? Yeah. <laughs> but you, you're going to be damn sure that Weir's going to remember to update her. Her yeah, paperwork yeah, after this. No, nanites. <laughs> Up in the control room. Uh, you know what I'm more envision it is Weir has been intending to put that in and update it, but she just time. never had around to do it. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. And like she told Carson, she told Carson. She told Carson, but she didn't she, tell anybody else. She told Carson. Mm-hmm. Yikes. I mean, maybe not. Carson would have put that in her paperwork. Yeah, if he didn't die in an explosion, he, he was behind that day. He was behind on her pay his paperwork. He yeah. even said that he was behind yeah. on his paperwork. But he was going to do it tomorrow. <laughs> I've been there. So up in the control room, this is why I think Ronan was way worse injured mm-hmm. than we think. Because Zelenka's just up and walking around with a boot and a crush, and he yeah. was basically shot in the leg. Yeah. I think they hit, he hit a major artery. I have a I'm hunch guessing. he he had some serious shoulder damage. Yeah, I'm surprised his shoulder's not in a sling. Yeah, it probably supposed to be. It's probably supposed to be. <laughs> he probably just keeps. He's like, this is off. annoying. It's <laughs> gonna like wrap him up in it. Soon. Yeah, um, they're gonna burrito him again. That's why he was burritoed. Yeah. So he tells, Zelenka tells John that he didn't see much point in sitting in the infirmary waiting for die. He might as well sit up here in the control room waiting to die. Yep. Uh, John just wants a status update. So they have no subspace communications because that shit was too badly damaged. Mm-hmm. Um, but Zelenka does have another idea. Ta-da! The reason they can't do a short jump right now with the power they have is because the city has a safety protocol in place. Yep. He could bypass that safety protocol. Mm-hmm. I mean, they couldn't get to the Apollo or the, you know, or a planet with the Stargate, but they might be able to get to a habitable planet. His team is finding one right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, y- yes, there is a reason why the safety protocols are in place. I mean, without them, if they were Listen, to just... how much do we care about safety protocols right now? There's like a we 50... We put nanites in the box. <laughs> in the boss lady. There's like a 50-50 shot, the city's gonna get torn apart. Yeah. But again, your options right now are cake or death. Yeah. We're going for broke. If you don't do that, there's a 100% chance that you're going to die in 28 hours. What's the thing? It's like, hours. don't, don't, don't gamble with a man who has nothing left to lose. Exactly. It's like... Nothing left to lose. If you listen, if the options are suffocation or a 50 50 shot, the city's going to be torn apart. That's probably A, going to be a quick death. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Or you'll be fine. Yeah. So why not? 
John's it's not... It's a win-win. John's not loving that idea, though. Yep. And McKay snaps. There's a thought. Yep. I love the snapping he does. Always, every time. Remember when he was zapped with the machine a few months ago and he got smarter, even smarter than he normally is? Mm-hmm. He was close at the end there to finishing installing a hyperdrive in a puddle jumper. Oh, right. Pretty sure he can finish it. Mm-hmm. No, it can't jump to the Apollo. The range is limited. But they pull up a list of planets that they could jump to. Ta-da! And no, they can't just make a whole bunch of jumps and ferry the crew to the planet because it's experimental. It's never been tested before. They're lucky if they get two jumps. You're going to end up with some uh, Cronenberg situations. Yes. (laughs) You'll get a couple arms, maybe some legs. Yeah. (laughs) So McKay looks at the map and, and comes up with an idea. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, ideally, in a perfect world, they'd, they'd be able to, to to jump to a planet that has some ZPMs to spare, right? Mm-hmm. And then come back and then fully charge Atlantis with, oh, really? with ZPMs, fully fueled, jump where they want to. And Zelenka notices it too. M7R227. Ah, uh, yes. John doesn't recognize the numbers. It's it, the planet definitely has some ZPMs to uh-huh. spare. They they explained to him super a lot of them because that is the replicator homeworld. Yay! And John and, and McKay asked John, "You feel up to a heist? We're going Ocean's Eleven on this bitch to be continued." Dun dun dun! I love it. I love this episode. So I'm we get replicators anyway. No matter what, again. <laughs> <laughs> nothing left to lose. That's the AKA. Nothing left to nothing lose. Nothing left to lose. Oh my goodness, this was fun. I'm really liking where Atlantis you know, is going. Actually, my AKA is the next Bond movie, No Time to Die. No Time to Die. I, that's the name of it, right? I like it. I'm pretty sure I that's the name know. of it. I'm not the Bond knower. I love Bond, and yet some of the titles are so like convoluted that I'm like, oh, I don't even remember what the title of it is. <laughs> it's like that. It's like we wrote them. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this was fun. I'm looking forward to our heisty episode, and I'm just happy to be back on Atlantis because it was a long break. It was a long break, but we are finally here starting season four, and the next episode is... There's no SG-1 to go back to. I know. It's all Atlantis. Holy moly. So next up is Atlantis season four, episode two, Lifeline. The heist. The heist, a.k.a. the heist. We get heisty, and there are acrobats, yep. and... Sam shows up. Sam. And is uh, Danny Ocean. Yeah. Oh, I can see Sam as being Danny Ocean. Uh, this was fun. You know, um, um, I don't remember the name of him, but, but John is going to um, be... I just forgot the actor's name, too, who's always eating. Um, I don't know. Damn it. <laughs> damn it. This is happening. This is happening right now. I need more on the actor to help you. It's like one of the most famous actors in the entire world. Uh, Brad Pitt? Yes. Is it Brad Thank Pitt's you. It's the Brad always Pitt. eater? Brad Pitt's always eating in that film. Okay. That's who John is. Rusty Ryan. Rusty Ryan. Mainly um, I'm annoyed that I couldn't remember the name Brad Pitt. <laughs> okay. We'll leave you guys on that. On Brad Pitt. <laughs> we'll see you next week with Brad Pitt. Yeah. Uh... Uh, He's he's our guest star next episode. I'm going to wrap it before we absolutely lose our minds. Uh, Thank you for sitting with us. Uh, Okay. 
Yeah. See, find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. Uh, find us at Facebook at Someplace Like Tara. Email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. Rate us, like, us, review us wherever you get your patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Tara. Same. Then review us where you get your podcast. Okay, we love you. Okay, bye. bye.